0: All right, so ladies and gentlemen, um, as you know, this podcast, since we started it um, at this point 15 weeks ago, has skyrocketed to the top. And I mean skyrocketed. And we, uh, we got a, a, a huge milestone uh, last week when we, and when I say we, I mean me, got invited to media day in Miami for the Super Bowl. What? Yeah. Yep, jet-setting to Miami. I went down there. I was asking the hard-hitting questions that everybody in Philadelphia wants to know. Where, where was our invite? Yeah, how, do you, how do you go to Miami and not tell us? Yeah,
1: well, I, I love Miami. I wanted, I wanted to go. go. Go on. You went to Media Day? Yeah. For yeah. the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, for the Super Bowl, yeah. Did you ask anybody any questions? It, I, they gave me one pass. It was a little awkward.
2: So I, how the fuck? How do we not know that you went to Media Day? Uh, I'm not okay with this. Representing our show. Look. D- for look the Super Bowl. L- let me just.
0: Look, I think after you hear the footage, you'll be more than happy, okay?
2: All right, there better be some good uh, fucking questions. We'll
0: see. Play it. All right, here it is. All right, so yeah, this is uh, Jimmy. I'm uh, can't believe it. I'm down here in Miami, a media day for the Super Bowl, representing the uh, RBCFH podcast, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and find some uh, some of the big names down here, um, wandering around here, and uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's find some people to talk to. Patrick, Mister Mahomes, how, how how are you preparing for uh, for for this week? Oh, he's not looking over here. Patrick! Patrick? Oh, there's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy! Jimmy Garoppolo, hey! uh, There's an interesting prop bet. If you win the Super Bowl, they've set the over-under at six and a half visits to the Miami area strip clubs. Blink twice for the over. I, he blinked one, I don't, he blinked once. I don't know if that means take the under or if he's just ignoring me. George! George Kittle! Hey! Over, over here. Uh, I don't really have a question, just more of a comment. Uh, thank you, because you're like Gronk, except not the biggest douche on the planet. George? Oh, there's Sammy Watkins. Sammy! Sammy Watkins, wide receiver Chiefs. Hey, Sammy, uh, inquiring minds want to know, uh, what quarter do you plan on getting injured in the Super Bowl? Patrick! Mr. Mahomes, it's me again. Uh, What's it like to know that you're one catastrophic shoulder injury away from being just a guy with a weird voice? Glory doesn't last forever. Coach Reed. Coach, uh, ham and cheese, pastrami on rye, or hot roast beef, you got to marry one, kill one, fuck one. Go. Coach. I can't. Nobody will talk to me. Nobody will talk to me. Oh, there's Tyreek Hill, fastest man in the NFL. Tyreek. Tyreek. Tyreke, uh what's better, the feeling of playing in your first Super Bowl or giving your significant other a nice open palm slap? Nobody nobody will talk to me. I don't, I don't get this. Nobody will talk to me. LaShawn, LaShawn, uh, media from Philly. Uh, Mr. McCoy, let's do uh, some word association. I say tip 20%. You say? Robbie Gould. Robbie. I got to be able to get a kicker's attention. Robbie, over here. Uh, look, this is a safe space. You can tell us now, did Sandusky ever touch you inappropriately? Richard! Richard Sherman! Legion of Boom! Hey, um if you love the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour podcast, look at me angrily. He's looking at me angrily, folks. He's looking at me angrily. Ha <laughs> ha! Travis Kelsey, half man, half eyebrow. How you doing, brother? Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak what? Well, that's not nice. Jordan (laughs) Jordan Matthews, you're here. That's right. (laughs) Uh, There's a guy. He's got a, he's chiefs. He's got a staff lanyard on. Let's go. Let's go see if we can talk to this guy. Sir, sir. Uh, I notice you have a, a staff lanyard on. Um, what, it, what is your? Uh, do you work for the Chiefs? Can I? Would you mind going on our uh, podcast, Rocky Balboa Cheese Steak Fun Hour? Hi there, son.
1: My name is Cooter Ray Bodine, and I am Andy Reed's feeder. Uh, yeah. So I was fortunate enough to meet Coach Reed back in 1992 when he was working for the Green wait, Bay.
0: Fans. Wait, wait. Did you say feeder?
1: Uh, correct. Yes. See, what I do is I make sure that Coach Reed is well fed throughout the day. Uh, He hired me to make sure that his belly would never growl on any given day. Uh, One growl and you're fired, he once said to us. (laughs) So uh, what we did was we did studies to find out what it is we needed to do. So after after years of practice, we finally found the perfect formula. Now I can never spill the beans on that secret, but let's just say it contains a plethora of lunch meat. We have many feedings a day, and Coach Reed eats like a hobbit. See, what he does is he eats uh, first breakfast, he has then a second breakfast, third breakfast, sometimes even maybe a fourth breakfast, then we cut right on into lunch there. And uh, after we start lunch, we have a few more of those, much like the breakfast. We have a second lunch, a third lunch, sometimes a fourth or a fifth. It just depends how much time we have, really. Uh, Our feedings are, uh, are anywhere between 20 minutes to an hour. Uh, we put it all in a trough for the big fella, and, you know, we clean it after every feeding and such. And once he's done, we flush out his bowels, and we hose him down, and... You...
0: What? Wait, wait, <laughs> let me get this right. You're, what, are, are you a, a, a traditional dietitian, or what, what,
1: a... uh... Oh, no, no, not at all. I, I was strictly a cow farmer that Coach Ree once made at
0: a Packers game. All right, well, I think that was a resounding success. Um, signing off from Super Bowl 54 in Miami, this is Jimmy with Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. Hit that music
3: Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, Cheesesteak Fun Hour.
1: Boy, Rocky Bow, Boy, a
3: cheese for an hour. Rocky, Rocky Bow, Balboa, Rocky Bow, Boa! a cheese for an
4: hour.
2: Rocky Balboa. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak fun hour. It is January 30th, 946. It is Super Bowl week. And are you ready for some football? I think we are. It seems like the most lackluster lead up to a Super Bowl ever. To my right is Optimistic Nick, to my left is Dirty Mike. And to my left again is Jimmy. We are here to bring it to you at RBCFH podcast. Let's Wrap. We are ready to recap last week. We are ready to talk the Super Bowl. We're ready to talk about the Sixers and beat is back. Simmons kind of gets a walk into the All Star apparently a handout. The Phillies a little bit. The Flyers haven't played hockey. No one's noticed. I guess Nick might have noticed. Let's get started. We have a couple things to wrap up from last week. We had the ever debate of the war on soap, and we have the results for you. Thank you, all twenty three of you, for voting. Voting. And it comes down to 52% of you voted that the cleanest method of showering is using a loofah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All you loofah users out there representing that as
0: vindicated.
2: I am selfish. I am wrong. I'm done.
3: Small sample size. Stop it. Small sample size. The second size. place voting. I'll show voting. you a small sample size.
2: <laughs> the second place was 26% at using a bar of soap you are all scum Mm -hmm. third place was other at 22 percent the other users were people who use the shower gel into a uh, a washcloth and then for all you bar soap users you can feel a little bit better about yourself because we found out that there are low-life scum rats who use shower gel and put it into their hands simply the most ineffective way to cleanse yourself, the, cave, the cavemen did that, right? Yes, they just spit into so, their hands so and went that, to a river. They
3: use that two in one shampoo and body wash, and they just like put it in their hair and just let the suds just let the suds like fall down, and I guess that's good enough for their body. Like, it, you know, I, I, your loofah thing is a little out of control. But that, yeah, uh, it, it makes me feel better because that's just ridiculous. They changed the name
1: from Lufa to something that didn't sound so awful, like Lufa. I as might your use
3: friend, it. as you said,
2: Dirty Mike, your like friend L- that you haven't talked to in years texted you after listening to our episode, said, Stop being a hippie and get to a Lufa. This has been enough talk of soap. Lufa wins. The war on soap is over. Thank you, everyone, for voting. It has created a lot of great Shut conversations. It Shut it down. Uh, To wrap up another thing from last week, I was the only one who hadn't watched Aaron Hernandez documentary. I have now. Let me tell you, what a fucking letdown. It is, out of my uh, review, two and a half out of five sheep at best. It is entertaining because Netflix just does a good job with most of their shit, but like I didn't learn anything because I watch the NFL and I know a lot of things already happened with Aaron Hernandez. I really thought that what Jimmy said last week, like the homosexual parts of it were just forced down our throats. Like, just... That kind of came out wrong, but like it just. That's did. not what I said last week. That's not what he said last <laughs> week. Like, just for the, just a, for the record, it was such a compelling story with the whole CTE and a really terrible upbringing he had, and he really just kind of that message was not needed in the whole story. So, and so I just you're saying away. that
3: you weren't buying the homosexuality?
2: No, like could he have been gay? Sure, like and that's fine. But the fact what I was saying that Jimmy said like he didn't wasn't there to defend himself, but like that wasn't relevant to me at all. Like the whole. Upbringing with his family and the whole like being in the wrong crowd and him wanting out of New England and like that How was his- so the much more interesting than him possibly being gay and his quarterback and his goofy fucking dad <laughs> and his whole irrelevant fucking in New England like are there people out there living this like two sided life of like being homosexual and not being able to tell people yeah that's really sad that's nothing to do with this fucking Aaron Hernandez documentary in my opinion two and a half out of five sheep at best go watch like the 100,000 other documentaries on this planet on Netflix on Hulu don't waste your fucking time just watch patriots highlights if you want to watch Aaron Hernandez yeah that's you should my watch opinion.
3: you should watch that uh, dirty mike you were talking about it mm-hmm. don't don't fuck with cats oh so yeah yeah that's that's I been started the hot talk it it's Terrific. good stuff Terrific. i think i made it through the first two next, episodes next and then stuff. you know kids and stuff but uh yeah i'm really looking forward to the next one cuz it, it is good
2: the yeah. fact that they tried to bring that up in court that he possibly could be living this double life, and they like immediately threw it out. That that's all that like that says it in spades right there. It's like no, yeah, yeah.
1: He just, he was just a murderer, right? You know, <laughs> his high school quarterback he was probably dying to get in court to tell people Who that he cares. Had sex Who cares Aaron what sexuality his sexuality was? He killed people. His, With guns. His
2: quarterback in, in, in high school was dying to be on Netflix. That was the most important oh, yeah. part. absolutely. That's all it was. And so was his dad. Like, oh, geez. Oh, golly. Like, oh, shut the fuck oh, yeah. up. They, Stop being they on They saw Dr.
3: Glatt and he got their hair plugs in and they they were, you know, they got their best button down <laughs> yep. from Walmart so, and they were excited. Yep. <laughs>
2: Two and a half out of five sheep. I'm I'm actually going down to 2.25. Like, just, I really was like, What's you guys a are saying. A it was quarter like, sheep. I feel like one
0: time, like, maybe, like, him and the quarterback from high school, like, like, maybe, like, did something weird, like, jerked off in the same room or something, looking maybe. at, like, like a nudie mag. Totally fine. And he right? was like, I'll use this, and I'll get on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, that's not yeah. weird, I right? Turned into him blowing nah. upside down. Like, jerking off in the same room? That's not weird. No.
2: Not in high school when you're no. exploring things. Whatever. Good it's fun.
0: not weird, right? Asking for a friend.
2: Asking for a friend. I don't
0: think. I we'll mean, put that poll up tomorrow. All okay, um, cool. Check uh, us out on Twitter. Oh, tomorrow. another good uh, documentary that I'm hearing a lot about, honestly, and and before you judge, that cheer. It's called Cheer. It's yeah. a, Apparently, it's about a cheerleading squad. And it, I, I, I've i heard from a ton of people that it is
3: awesome. Yeah, Steph, Steph's watching that stuff. Hmm. And uh, she says it's good. I, I don't know. Okay. Rather, I've, I've never know. heard of it. Still don't know so what it is, it, but I'll give it a
2: go. So the whole point is there's so many good documentaries out there. It's certainly glorified for people who, listens, who listen to sports podcasts, who love sports. Aaron Hernandez, great topic. Just was really underwhelmed by the documentary.
3: Is
0: Cheer like Glee? Do no, they sing? Like, no, just <laughs> no. sing
3: in the documentaries.
2: From what
0: I hear, it's like it's like if you're into sports, even like you're like it's like it's good sh- it's good stuff. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I don't know. I just keep hearing people go. You have to watch Cheer on Netflix. It's surprisingly like, yeah. Even Why if do you're I, feel like I would just rather bang my head on cement because you're you're a game. you don't even know what it's about. I don't think I need to. I no, I've heard enough. You hear Cheer? Yeah, I guess that's kind of like, like oh, me with uncut I'm, gems. I'm too much so of I, I'm I too guess much I of a man anything. to watch a documentary about cheerleading is Kyle on it? Apparently it's pretty good. I don't know. Anyway, let's yeah. move on. You are yeah. low life
2: scum. Um obviously this past week something uh, horribly tragic happened. It, we're not breaking any news here. Kobe Bryant, the airplane accident, the airplane, the helicopter accident with him, his daughter, I think it's pronounced Autobelli family and the pilot and a few others. There's there's nothing to be said. It, it's just just horrific. 41 years old a a, a true generational talent, one of the most overthrown words in all of sports. Um, I'll be honest. I was not that huge of a Kobe fan. Uh, he took over sports center. I was like, Oh, we just got to watch Kobe over and over again. I was more impressed with him post basketball, watching him with his daughter and seeing him raise her that way. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm on Twitter far too much. And I remember, seeing the first tweet and say this Kobe news can't be real. And I'm like, oh, what is it now? Like, I honestly was like, oh, what is it now? What's Kobe doing? And then it became real. And I was like, oh my God, it's just tragic. And you saw all these breaking news, like his entire family was in there, or one of his daughters was in there. And then it just became a shit show. And I had to put the phone down and be like, this needs to kind of uh air out. Air out. Yeah, yeah. Well said. And it's just I, I don't have anything to say. It's fucking tragic. It's sad. People are now that a week has gone out. They're now of just how life works. Just being shitheads about it, either making jokes about it or acting like their own family members died because that's fucking life. People are trying to take the most out of it and just being good people about it, terrible people about it, and it's fucking terrible. The family needs to grieve. I don't have anything else to say. He didn't affect my life. It affects the Philly community because of Lower Marion. I've got nothing else to say. Do you guys have anything else to say? It's about interesting
0: because it? uh, you know I I think I always think about like you can't deny that people had a very visceral reaction to oh, this. And I, I know that like, yeah, obviously it's, it's sudden and tragic. So that right there, but I wonder what it is about, about certain sports players or even just public figures in general that makes us, I don't know. It's like, cause it did hit me in a weird way. Like, yeah, like in my daily life, I did, I don't think about Kobe Bryant, but like for some reason when I heard the news, it like, you know, it hit me like, uh, and I, I was like, what is that? What is it about, you know what it is? Honestly, I think it's because like for us anyway, and especially
1: our generation is like we were so young when he came into the league. And we literally, although you don't know them, you watch them on TV and see them for a guy like Kobe for 20 some years. Like and you feel like you grew up with them in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah,
3: like in our early 30s, you know, we're, we're we're in our early 30s now. You know, we were in that generation of kids balling up the loose leaf and, and shooting Kobe into the into the into trash the trash can. can. I mean, that, that's even if you weren't a big basketball fan, you were doing that just because everybody else was. So like, yeah, I mean, that, that was part of it for me. And, you know, being a father was also part of it for me. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's why it really hit me pretty yeah, hard. Yeah. That's the, that's the huge part.
0: Yeah. My other, my other thought was, you know, he, he came into the league in 1996 and we were talking about this pre-show and we'll get into it, but, um, and it was still a, t- a time. And I, this is what I, I ultimately landed on was like, when he came into the league when he was rising, uh sports players were still kind of superheroes to us, Yep. because sure. we were that we were in that age like I, I went yeah. to and it's still the it's still the best um sporting experience in my life. I went to game three of the Lakers Sixers final in 2001 um the the first home game they almost won that game and we my dad somehow uh, got floor seats we were sitting in front of <laughs> Iverson's moss. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. It, it's still, to this day, the best sporting event. I knew you went to um, that. I didn't know there were floor seats. Yeah, that's, I was on the floor. That's pretty damn cool. Um, and, um... You know, I was just thinking about that day and looking up at Shaq and I was, I guess I was about. He must have been a literal monster. He was. Change. Yeah, of course. Because I, I was, I think I was about 13, 12 or 13 at the time. And just looking at these guys and, you know, looking at Iverson and looking at Kobe and just being like, man, these guys are like, like superheroes. Yeah. They're larger than life figures. Yeah. And I, I, I think that that plays into it a little bit. Uh, I guess I should, you know, like people of a certain age yeah. feel that way towards it.
2: Sure. I, I completely agree. Uh, People don't know how to grieve about it. There's no way to grieve about it. Um, I I don't think there's anything else for us to say. It's all been said. Grieve your own way. I might seem incensed about it. Don't be a dick about it. Just just grieve your own way. Um, Good luck to everyone around about it. I'm terrible at this shit. That's me being honest. Sorry to the family. Sorry to the families who aren't Kobe Bryant. Don't forget them. They're just as important. Um, We're going to move on. No easy way to transition this. It is Super Bowl week. What is everyone doing for Super Bowl week? Uh as I started this show off, we I personally think I don't find this to be as, as exciting of a Super Bowl week of what's going on. Like I'm not Nick, you're having people over. We're doing the food color theme thing, I guess I suppose. I'm excited because it's yeah. a game. Like, I don't know. What do you got, Dirty? You, you, you-,
1: you know what it is, man? I, and I think they need to stop this shit with the two week gap from the title games to the Super Bowl is too much. Just just the whole football season is week to week to week to week, and then you get to the championship and you have that bye week. And I feel like it just puts a little buzzkill into it. Just fucking play the following week after the title games. Never gonna get change right it. into it. Too much Not money to be too made. much money. It,
3: it doesn't bother me either, so I don't, you know.
1: What do you mean? It doesn't bother you? Are you pumped for this game? It takes the hype. No, of- I don't.
3: I don't. I don't mind the week off in between. It doesn't I was, bother me. I was pumped for last year's game, which was the
2: worst fucking game of all time. What was it? Thirteen three last year. Not, not that you know that going in, but, like, I was pumped for last year's game. I was like, let's fucking go. Let's see McVeigh versus the Patriots. Let's go. Let's look at this young new team versus the, the fucking Empire. Let, like, let's go. Like I don't. And guess, the Rams
1: are frauds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, way more pumped for this one learned. than I was that one. I couldn't have cared less about that game last year.
2: I guess I'm excited for this game because I think the potential
1: of this game is going to be,
2: like, great. That could be, like, a really great football game. I'm not excited for the lead-up. Does that make
1: sense? I don't know. I think once we get there we're going to be fired up cuz this game is going to be good. I, I think it's know. I think it's going to be maybe really to really. No, well, well,
3: you're right about the you're right about the lead up cuz there really hasn't been a lead up. Um maybe if you watch ESPN 24 hours a day, but Does anybody do that anymore? Does oh, you anybody I, watch I, ESPN you anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like I I haven't seen really anything on this except for well, and you don't see the radio, but listening to the radio, like oh, it's Andy Reid, Andy Reid, Andy Reid, and I'm just I'm not, that's really all you're hearing about but is that, Andy Reid. That's I, I know that's because, that's because of where of we live, our live market. But my Andy God, Reid. I'm so sick of hearing about Andy
2: fucking Reid. But don't you think that because of the Andy Reid aspect, we would be more
3: excited? Like even I was last week. Ugh. Last week I was all in. I was like, you know, I'm all in for the Chiefs because Andy Reid. I'm I'm like ready to blow my brains out because of how much they talk about Andy Reid. So I'm it's like,
1: just, it's just been too yeah, long. fuck that's Andy my
2: Reid. Take. And I'm sticking to
1: it It's been too long Well that, that's your That's your <sighs> Philly blood about you Like you just need Tomorrow like, well, during today Yeah I mean you just I just I just want this game just To have been over it. already Like just this 14 days after the title game So, it's you said, like, All so, right, so you're dude. excited
3: for it But now you want it to be over well, Yeah I, just, like, I want it, it was to have happened already We literally
1: <laughs>
2: talked about it a minute ago and you now want it over. No, I said
1: I'm more excited about it than I was last year. Yeah, can you, last year was nothing. Yeah. Last year, you, let, last year let's I couldn't do, have cared let's, less. Let's do a quick breathing
0: exercise. We Gail, need all right? you. All right. in four the news.
1: In, in four in No, you guys
0: don't we Well, two, listen to this, yeah. three, you'll hear me saying that I was
1: four, more five, excited for this one six, than I was three, for the one last year because I didn't care about last year's. That's what I said. Out through six.
0: Yeah, I would say I'm more excited for this game than I was last year's. I think this game's gonna be awesome. I don't think, and last year's Super Bowl game sucked. I mean, it wasn't well, a great that's, game. That's what I'm saying. Last year's game. Oh, you're saying was the lead up, putrid. right? Putrid. I'm saying
2: the lead up. I was more excited for. I think this game is going to be great, but I'm just not enthusiastic leading into it. I, it does not make sense in my head. I, I, maybe I'm asking for for cancel. It. Like I, I don't know. Like nah, three days, we're anything? three
3: days away from the game, and really, I haven't heard much about it. Like I said, only Andy, 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 Andy. And yeah, I, and there's certainly the Philadelphia aspect of it because of
2: the shit radio stations we have around us. But I don't, that's just me in the car. Like when I'm at home, I, I go on my iPad, I look at other outlets of, of I don't, I, I just don't do ESPN. Like there's plenty of other sports outlets I'm going to. And I'm just like, meh, whatever. I like, I, I'm not like super hyped for the game. I know what Sunday comes and I'm getting and like, it's gearing up. Like, yeah, it's the fucking Super Bowl. like, let's go. Let's bet absurd amounts of money on it. And I'm going to get hyped. Like, yes, of course. Like, I can't wait. But Thursday night, getting into Friday, I'm not like, can't wait for the Super Bowl. Like, as a kid, to a teenager, to in my 20s, to last year, I'm like, get me through this week. Get me to Sunday. Let's fucking go to the Super Bowl. I don't care who is playing.
3: Like, I just don't have that right so, now. So maybe at this age, you know, is is gambling the only thing that has you excited for Sunday? I mean, honestly, like... If there was no gambling on just fucking everything, like, would you
2: even care? I'm considering getting a
3: tramp stamp or a hoe tag of Bet the Over. And you've been saying this for months. Well, I'm still, you know, hopefully you win enough on Sunday where you can actually
2: do it. Even if I didn't have a dollar to my name, I would sell my body to get a tramp stamp that says Bet the Over. 54 and a half? Fifty First off, that's just a life mantra, not for this game. But <laughs> 54 and a half is completely absurd, which means the sharps will tell you, take the under. Mm-hmm. You can lick my entire body. Because the Ugh. over is going to fly. Just, just, just
1: imagine that for a second. Even, no, even, no. The, even the
2: first half, if it's sloppy and it's like, why aren't these teams scoring? There's going to be one quarter, like the third quarter, where it's just bananas. Dallas and,
3: Alex will be freaking out in the first quarter it's because be freaking- it's because it's three nothing.
2: Well, Dallas Alex freaks out in the first in the first three minutes of the game. He's like you, dirty. Where it's just like no matter what he bets, like this isn't happening. This isn't hitting. three, bet's no, over. three nothing
1: six minutes in, and he's already out. He's out. He's oh, completely out. A, lost game a bet. It's terrible. It's
2: a- yeah. But like bet the over is my life mantra. I want it. I want it tramp stamped on my body.
3: Nacho my- sure Rob is the same way as yeah. as Dallas Alex. Yeah, Nacho just- sure Rob is all about the under, and I'm pretty sure I could hear Matt. When Nacho Rob said that, I, I I'm pretty sure I could hear Matt like falling over if and just you, passing out. If you
2: bet the under, you are one of the worst types of human beings, and means you don't have fun. But that that we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm just not that excited. I kind of want to seek help and realize why I'm not excited. Here's something that makes me really excited. Um, I do want the Chiefs to win. That's not going to sway me one way or the other for how I'm going to bet the game. But this will sway me one way or the other. Andy Reid brought in a guest speaker today to talk to his team. Who was no, it? And nothing says winning Ugh. like bringing in Donovan McNabb. No. It's the most Andy yeah. thing to do ever. to talk to the Chiefs no, before we the Super Bowl. Didn't. Look,
0: I, I gotta say, come on, like, dude. If I, I, I try not to be too superstitious, but that is just the bad juju of all bad. Was jujus. this on the Twitter?
1: I didn't see this. Nothing to inspire Patrick Mahomes like bringing in the quarterback who no. threw up in the huddle with a minute left of the game on the line. I'm N- sure Pat's got a lot. to Nothing, listen to. nothing like a combo. Of losing like Reed and McNabb in primetime
2: games yeah. to put in front of your team and be like, "Hey, you're in the Super Bowl now. Let us tell you about with losing." What did you say? Yeah.
1: Losing. Like, yeah. Like no.
0: Did he tell them to like stock up on Dramamine before the game or like what? <laughs> how what did was he, his advice? Like, how did Reed even I introduce it?
1: Like, hey boys, what I'm gonna do is I'm uh I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in uh, uh Donovan. See what he did was he uh he he uh, he, he, he he threw up. With a minute with a minute left, but but it, it, it wasn't entirely like how did he even do it? Like, damn, Andy, like, why would he do that? I, I,
0: I yeah, you, you, bring in a, you bring in a guy that that, that won it, a super bowl, bring
3: in like Dawkins, Not
0: yeah. McNabb. If, if you got to bring in somebody, if you're, you're p- gonna bring in someone you didn't
2: win with, don't bring in McNabb.
4: McNabb. Yeah, McNabb yeah, has well, I, I, I don't think energy. I don't think B Dawk
2: would do that, and I what hope do you mean You don't think B Dawk would do, do that do
3: because what do you mean B Dawk would because he's a bird,
1: baby. Now nah, he might do it. I and McNabb, he, he can suck a dick. I mean. I think if Reed had asked him, he probably would have done it. I'd be stunned. Well, there's, th- there's that argument. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Westbrook it, even. You know. Westbrook's kind of an inspirational guy, too. I mean, Donovan? Exactly. That's the thing.
2: Like That's a good point. Westbrook's inspirational. Uh, Dawkins is inspirational.
1: Nothing about McNabb is inspirational and been like, this is how you get to the top. What, two DUIs? Did you talk about those?
2: <laughs> like, Fucking McNabb Donovan. is like, this is how you almost get there.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> like this is how you almost get there. Here's how to get through. Ran
3: this. one of his teammates this off is, of the team. This is I how mean, you he's get just through. A, he's this just a great that. guy, that McNabb.
2: God. This is how you get through the third quarter. Yeah. After that, good luck.
3: Bets are, All bets are off. <laughs> yes. and, and he ended the speech with "Number five will always love you," and then mic dropped, dude, and then that he, was it.
2: Could you imagine him, dude? Like, yes, I could. He's so self-centered, so self-like imposed. Like, he's just.
1: He's
0: such a weird dude, man. He I, always was.
2: I'm a Reed guy. I do not like McNabb. Like I just, I can't, I can't, I can't. He never can't.
0: made it easy for anybody to like him. Like no. it, the and, uh, There's two sides of the coin. I do think that sometimes people. Best are, Eagles quarterback. Some people, yeah, and I do, I do sure. think some fans are a little over the top in their hatred of him, um, because you know, but. Um, he certainly did not make it easy to like him of course when he was not. here. Or since no he's been, chance. or since he's Especially left. Especially since he's left. And it's left. a funny yeah.
1: thing, when Matt, so Matt said best quarterback, and it's a funny thing, but like, yeah, he's the best quarterback in a franchise that's won one title in 60 years. So like, what does that say exactly?
2: Of <laughs> course, but, but to, all right, to play the other side of that, and you're 100% right, but it was obviously the best time in Eagles franchising. He was that quarterback. Yeah. But to Jimmy's point, every single step of the way, McNabb, never, not once did anything to help himself off the
0: field. No. And you know what? It it, it was like, it was like the little girl with her arms crossed. He never got over the booze at the draft. Never got over that. Which was led by the scum. Yeah, Dude, fuck, like, Catality. like, that was, like was less like than, than one, right. less uh, than point of the Eagles fan base. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, he never got over that. He, 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 which is just
2: led by Cataldi with his microphone, saying, "I'm the voice of Philadelphia," which he's not. He's just Rhode Island rot slug scum who just who just thinks he's the loudest. And soft skin McNabb to this day, who two weeks ago is bringing up the to shit again. Yep. Lest that shit get to yep. him. That's why he will never connect with he's the Philadelphia so fans. Defensive. And Andy Reid just brought him into his fucking team Thursday before the Super Bowl. What are you doing, bro? Like, I want you to win, Andy. I want you to fucking win. I do. Dirty doesn't. I get it. There's a divide. There's Andy Appreciation Day on WI who gives a fuck P. Like, they're fucking doing it. Like, what are you doing, Andy? Don't bring him in. Bring in Dawkins. Bring in Westbrook. Bring in Bring in Doug Peterson. Right, right because Bring the, in Peterson. Yeah, sure, yes, great after, one. Yeah, yeah. No. Because
0: the point is, right? And this <laughs> no. had this would have be, been the best one. This had to be the center. No. This had to be the sentiment, right? He's been here before. He's going to give you a little bit of insight on what to expect that day, what to expect when you take that feel, what it's going to feel like, just to give them a little – that had to be the reason they brought him in. But he's, like, the worst option for that.
1: He's literally the worst option. I don't know how we didn't say Doug until Matt did. Doug is the absolute best option. You know what? I got uh,
2: got another one for you. (laughs) Nick Foles. Go ahead, Nick. Hey, guys. Sure.
3: I I mentored this – this coach yeah. this coach for about 15 years and he's better than me so uh, I'm bringing him in to talk to you guys.
1: <laughs> like like what? Doug Peterson? Yeah, but at least it makes sense. Better. No, it doesn't. Than How McNabb. not? Better How than McNabb. McNabb. is the worst choice to, out, of a, in, of, a, out of a pool of fifteen guys we Fine. can name him. At least we're named. It took Doug two
3: years to win a Super Bowl, and it took Andy Here, fucking twenty years to get to one. Here's
1: naysayer, so is he
2: that petty? Here's Naysayer and Nick on the other side of the room. Uh, I'm not gonna bring out any options, but uh I disagree
3: with what you say.
1: I don't think Andy's that it, petty. So I don't I mean I don't can, think He can reason.
3: bring in uh Dwayne Bow, you know? Uh yeah, hey. He can bring in Priest Holmes. Go Tigers! (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Priest Holmes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Who's their other? They had another running back besides Priest Holmes. I mean,
3: a good one. A good one that wouldn't have pissed me off would have been Dick Vermeule. Ugh.
2: Yeah, he, another, he was, another another. That he had the great show on turf. I'm sorry, he did. You're right. right. You're right. He, he won a Super Bowl. That. He was a Hi, Chiefs coach. Nick, I'm just glad you joined the podcast. Um, all right. So I've been here another, the whole time. Another. Uh,
1: <laughs> Before we move on, bet your soul on the Niners. After that, by the way,
2: we're going. To, we're going to get to <laughs> gambling. Nads juju. Um, McNab, juju. By oh. the way. By the way, Dirty, 100%. I was going back and forth. I was going back <laughs> and forth. you changed my pick <laughs> just with that. Oh, I, I did. I I heard that driving home, and I heard the the breaking news sounder on the radio on WI shit, and I was just like, no. And that solidified. Well, Holmes out.
1: probably walked out and was like, I don't feel so I'm good. Taking,
2: I'm, taking <laughs> out, I'm taking out all the money I've saved up for my uh, son that, that's on his way, and I said, nope. Putting that all on the Chiefs now. Really? Putting it all on the Chiefs once I heard McNabb. or all on Nine, the Niners I was say, once yeah. I heard McNabb. All of a sudden, w-
0: Mahomes just thrown at everybody's feet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ty- Tyreek went home and punched his girlfriend again. It just things probably just got out of well, control.
0: Well, that would have happened anyway. All right.
2: Once the Niners lose, and I lose all my son's money. What type of comfort food, or what type of food are we going to eat at these Super Bowl parties, Ooh. huh? Nick, this is something you want to bring up. What do you got? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean, last week
3: I said, uh, you know, we were doing the uh, red and yellow theme. Red and yellow. Red and yellow. It, just like, just like Matt seems to be going, and, and Dirty seems to be going. I who knows what Dirty's fucking doing. I'm but uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to get to gambling. I'm Niners. So, now, you're changing, so I'm the, changing food. the food. All right. I'm I'm getting uh, you know, I think uh, you know so What does that mean now? Red red and gold and white? Red and gold. Red and gold. I mean, well, there there's no there doesn't need to be I'm white. Going from red and I'm pretty red sure gold every team is in the, the like NFL a, has white.
1: Is that a major change? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, instead <laughs> Just, of the, you know, instead of mustard, I'm going to get Dijon. You know, it's a little more golder. <laughs> okay. And then anything yellow. else that's yellow, I'm just gonna <laughs> add some gold. You're gonna buy a different shade of cheddar. <laughs> I'm mean, gonna edible glitter, bro. Edible glitter. It's gonna be gold, and I'm just gonna throw it everywhere. It, D- it'll be just fine.
0: Dijon is good. You can also just get like the spicy stone ground mustard. Yeah. That's a good item. Yeah. Uh I think we're stretching a bit here. That's just
3: yellow.
2: That is just Dijon no, is no. just yellow. Well, that's gold? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can, gold, yeah, you can gold. I mean, man. B- gold. Right. It's bronze.
3: I mean, it's 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 closer. First than, of all,
2: bronze and gold are not the same. They're distinctly different. I, don't just know. Ask I mean, the Olympics. All right, just ask a bronze medalist. I mean, we're talking. Right. About, we're you, talking. We're talking about you, mustard you, here.
1: Are they comparing them to this show? Th- that
0: like, that mustard like is closer to to gold than yeah. it is yellow. I mean, you certainly have your work cut yellow, out for you. Yellow, <laughs> yellow,
2: yellow. Okay. You do certainly have your work Yellow's cut out. Yellow is a lot
0: easier than gold I in the the in the, in, in the food, um, <laughs> yeah. food palace category. I'm
3: making my chicken cheesesteaks, and I'm just going to throw edible gold glitter all over that bitch. Oh my God. Put some hot sauce on it, and uh, you know, you're all set. All right. Can we just get The this edible spec- glitter doesn't taste anything, you guys. specific fucking food? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, 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 do, you, what do you guys, what, what's your favorite item? I mean, hey, for the Super
2: Bowl, I mean, football football is synonymous with wings for me. Uh, obviously, I, I mean, wings. I'm not obviously.
3: am not breaking
2: any news here, but
0: yeah, that, right. Like, are we? Is any of, are any of us going to break any news here? I don't like the this better topic. the better cheddar.
3: Nick Nick's
1: the better. I grew up cheddar. going to Super Bowl
0: parties where they had a,
1: a huge array of the Stromboli. Which I was always into. Ooh so That's you, nice. You got, yeah, you did got you know the broccoli and cheese stromboli, you got the pepperoni stromboli, you got, Ooh. I, I, that's a that's a power move from Super Bowl. We've officially become a Philadelphia sports based <laughs> talk show doing did you, this Hey, shit. Quick
0: uh, stromboli fact. Um Ooh. uh yeah, it's Adult. a new segment. Oh, um, you gotta get bring stromboli uh. fact, stromboli fact, it's a little stromboli <laughs> fact. Yeah. Um, so the Stromboli was invented in Essington PA which Come is like Yeah dude by by Vincent Stromboli No
2: nah. <laughs> No nah, Vincenzo Stromboli Go ahead look it up
0: the, the, the I'm str- not looking it up.
1: Strong, I
2: refuse. The the you like you can't the, pay me to look that up. The bread goes around oh, the true. entire meat and cheese. The <laughs> whole thing, not just a little portion. It's the whole bread and
0: you cheese. You put it in butter and you in put inside bother? out of pizza. All right, go ahead. Yeah, it was invented in Essington, PA at I think it's called Romano's. Uh, look <laughs> there it up. Is no, there. I'm not looking it I'm not looking it up. There's look it up.
3: There's no chance.
0: That's, Whoa, that's you true. don't
2: yell at me. Yeah, so bully right.
3: is Sorry. Underrated
0: item. All right.
2: Yeah. Is this possibly the worst segment we've ever done? Yeah, maybe. All right. All right. On to the well, next one. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll
0: talk food. What do you... All right. You I don't got- know. One time we did like an hour and a half on... uh, What was what? that? Like mayonnaise or something? I'll talk mayo. Ooh, yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm <laughs> pretty sure that was the that was the name of the segment. I'll talk mayo. It's got, it's no, I mean we talked about we talked about Thanksgiving. We talked, you know. No, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with talking about
1: food. We talked about ham steaks great one time first all, because because Jimmy and Dirty are obsessed great. with it's ham like, steaks. Meatballs a strong item. Meatball is a strong
2: item. Is a meatball a, a, a Super Bowl food? Yeah, the meatball. A, dude, well, my lovely wife makes those uh, makes meatball? those
3: grape jelly meatballs every year. It doesn't sound this like it should nice. be good. It's very good with the chili sauce I've and the grape jelly it, and some other and some it, other stuff in I there. I repeat,
2: does oh. not sound like it should be good. Oh.
3: Very good. I mm. I put my stamp yeah. of approval on Bring it. Bring those little bad boys, on And, it. Boys on and uh and the, the 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 disciples are gonna make us some fried pickles. Well, there you go. Just yeah, we got Ooh. a just nice drop, spread. Just coming. Drop
2: dropping a last name. Unbelievable.
3: Sure. Fuck.
2: Yeah.
3: All you drop my last right. name like every week. Never said it once. Uh,
0: I'll I'll find the Jimmy. Find the clip. I'll rewind the tape. Thank you. Uh yeah, when you dropped your own kid's last name. All
2: right, here we go. Uh, Who cares? Uh, let's well, cares. Uh, we,
0: we do have breaking news. Oh Jesus! Jesus! Be-bing. Clipping! You're uh, you're dirty. That was really bad. Your Philadelphia Sixers have lost to the 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 Titans of the of the South. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> Who they always <laughs> lose to for the
1: record?
2: So I think that makes the Sixers at home fifty three and two. They've and, lost four uh, out of five games. It, the game the Hawks. was in Atlanta. Four and, out of five. And on the road, thanks Nick for giving me the game two was in Atlanta. It makes them about two and thirty eight on the road. Oh, just should f- we talk prop bets? We should oh, talk prop bets. Let's go. Nick, Nick needs Jeez. to settle down a little bit. He's not even giving me room Here we to go. talk. So prop oh, so bets Nick saying, and dirty.
3: You just said the game was at home. Huh? No,
2: I didn't. I was giving the did, did. road splits.
1: If you're not excited for some prop bets or some gambling in general on Sunday, I don't even want to know who you are. Honestly, I want nothing to do with you. I I am
2: excited. Come I'm on, more man. excited for prop bets than I am the actual Come game on. at this current moment. Nick and Dirty, I'm gonna let you two take this away. This is your thing. Nick and Dirty? Nick and Dirty? All right,
1: uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, you want to just kind of rotate? Or what do you want to do?
3: I would like you to start off because you've got some
0: Ooh, hard hitters.
1: I do. All right. Uh, so heavy hitters. What's Excuse the me. best way to kick off the game? What's the best way to kick off a bet for With the game? With a Super kickoff? I would, no. national 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 ball. Ball. I would say the no. National Anthem. your tails, baby. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Thank right. you, Mr. National Matt. The National Anthem. So who wants a good National Anthem stat? I certainly do. So yeah, Demi Lovato who, is doing the Demi. National Anthem. I live
0: for National Anthem stuff. Are you ready for this? So <laughs>
1: I'm so glad to hear you say that, Jimmy. Because what we're going to do is we're going to go over some stats about it. So Demi Lovato is singing the National Anthem. So Anybody
3: else a Demi guy? I've... Um, if Demi Lovato came yes, in here, actually. took
2: her top off, and said, I'm Demi Lovato, i say, nice tits, no idea who you are. Oh, oh no, I, I see, love, me some yeah, Demi I, li- Lovato. I
1: like her. I'm into her. No There's no two clue. chicks in my life that I know named Demi, and I love them both, her and Demi Moore. Into, yeah. Into I mean, both. Demi
3: Moore, you know, she was an OG. My you know, absolute crush. One of the first titties that you saw when you were a kid, uh, uh, you know? Ghost. If you don't like Ghost, just fuck the, right off. Well, Ghost, I, 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 I was talking about
1: strip Striptease, the one where she showed her titties. Totally. Yeah, I don't think she shows her titties in Ghost. She should have uh, but, but anyway, so going back to the national enough. anthem. So not Demi weird. Lovato is singing. So I'm a creep, and I researched a little harder than I probably should have on this. But mm-hmm, she, uh, mm-hmm. her, she's her last five national anthems. Uh, her ghost fr- titties. Ghost titties. Her first four national anthems, she averaged a minute and fifty seconds, and <laughs> the last one she did was for the big Conor McGregor fight, and that was two minutes and eleven seconds. Now Th- I believe this, this most recent Conor McGregor fight. Correct. So she's just like on a national anthem tear, just ripping through. Good
2: for her. Well, that's a great gig. Well, she had her of, head on straight.
1: They're, she hadn't know, performed in years because she was addicted to heroin, and she's been all kinds game of for drugs and major depression. Like she's yeah. been out for a while.
2: how long ago has she? How long ago since her last
1: heroin trip? Like uh, a year just, ago? I, yeah, about a year maybe, oh, maybe so longer. Not,
2: like, so she could be on it right now.
1: Probably. Oh, totally.
0: yeah, you sure have to put is.
2: that in an account for this overall. Well, I had that I
1: have that in my notes. So okay, to, sorry.
2: Go
0: I'm, ahead. She, yeah. <laughs> so let me let me keep going here. All right, so, I'm officially into Demi Novato. Love a girl with issues. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, she's, she's got, got she's
1: got issues. She's hot. You want to hear a song about issues, listen to a song she just put out called Anyone. Woo. Not Anyone. gonna, right, do, go, it. Go, not, gonna not, do that, but continue. Oh, I'll More listen to it. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah, it's not bad. I like her music too. her first four averaged a minute and fifty seconds. Her last one, like I said with McGregor, was two minutes and eleven seconds. I believe. The over-under on the national anthem is a minute 59. You believe... You had all week to prepare. for Well, this. they could change it. Right now, it's a minute fifty nine. Jimmy,
3: Jimmy, it. Jimmy doesn't really know gambling. it, can, yeah, it, it yeah, goes. Yeah. It's all over the place. What is it right changed, now? It probably changed three times Don't in the last it. five. It minutes. minutes. It was a minute fifty nine
1: seconds today. Just so a I, I apparently really the good. word is that everyone is on the over because of flyovers, and she had a lot of problems. So sort they're of saying that she might break down and slow it down. I'm mm-hmm. taking the under at a minute fifty nine because are I think filth. she wants in and out. I think she doesn't want the big grandstand. I think she wants what? to get in and out of there. What? I am taking the over. Get back or, to the sorry, locker the under. Room and get to, get to her needle a no, little no, bit quicker. No, 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 the no, no, only no, no, way, no. and here's what I said about heroin, the only way it goes over <laughs> is if she takes a nice big vat in her arm right Bro, before the game. Two Jesus. things. Two things. Great.
2: Three things. One, oh, great straight. breakdown. Second. Second, this is the biggest stage of her entire life. Pre, post heroin doesn't matter. Super Bowl, there is no bigger stage in her career. She's going to milk the teat of this moment. You gotta take the over. Three, she's going to be on heroin <laughs> over
3: all day. I'm taking that to the bank. I love the competition. Bet
1: the right over. out of the gate, me and Matter just said, I'm on know, a she's $5 probably- bet.
3: She's probably gonna be looking real good too, you know, like something low cut with her titties out. She doesn't have to be. She's greatest gonna be like, titties, I'm gonna to stay out me, there. I'm gonna small. stay out there as long as I can. What did you just say? Yeah, her titties are kind of small. You're kinda small, you
0: well, fucker. I, I am. Actually. Don't you dare talk about Demi Lovato that way. 5'8 on it. Again, day. wouldn't know her if she slapped me in the face. So we are so what we'll have to do here is we'll, uh, you're just we'll, we'll take notes, we'll write this down. Uh, and anything that you guys are at odds on, we'll tweet out during the Super Bowl who won. Yee. And we'll keep we'll keep a little tally going. Yeah, good. let's go. Nick, right. what do you got? Um. Over what's what's
2: uh? What's next? Is the, no. is the is the heads 159. or tails? one fifty nine. What'd you say? Over under on
3: one fifty nine? Over under? Just oh me? I'm over.
0: Oh, okay. I'm with okay, you, okay. Maddie. Jimmy, do you care? I'm with you. Couldn't care less. Couldn't okay. care less. Jimmy's All out. right, Jimmy's. a couldn't care less. All right, so give me a bet, so, Nick.
3: So the, so the next one up is heads or tails.
0: <sighs> sure is. Everybody's
3: favorite.
1: Sure. I got.
0: There's en- only, I got there's only
3: one answer to this. There's only one answer to this, and if you say the other one, you're wrong. So what is it? What is it? No, I'd like to hear you fucks first. He See, just, I, uh,
1: I used to be a hardcore heads guy, and lately yeah, I've been a hardcore pales guy. Wrong, you're
3: wrong. He- heads is the most <sighs> thank
1: you generic. Matt. It is, Matt it is
2: the most I eat vanilla with nothing on oh, it. It is the worst pick of all Matt's time. Going to I've been tails my entire oh, life. I'm, I'm
0: historically a tails guy. Yeah, am, I, you guys are
2: wrong. I am a tail. I've been tails my entire Ew. life. I do I mean, not. If you don't
1: like head, you're weird. So I mean, I get why you'd like head. Okay, easy joke. Terrible joke. A terrible joke. Horrible. Sh- all right, go take a pee break. I'm gonna cut that out. But yeah,
3: I'm please sh- do. Post. post okay, it man. Out. So it's it's three against one on the heads. Yeah. Uh, I'm heads all day, and it's gonna it's gonna next, be heads. I'm, I'm
1: putting five hundred bucks on it right now. All right, good. Next. All right, so here's a weird one. Um, I'm going to take. All right, so the Niners have been rushing like crazy as of late. The over under for Niners rushing total in the game is 137 and a half.
2: Way, way. Bet your entire family's mortgage on it over.
1: I <laughs> am absolutely going with the under. Because yeah, I, he I think, say that because you don't you, you, enjoy living your no, life. Just here's why. You're scream, scream under. under. Everything and here's why about because he miserable because they're going my personal take on the game is that is going to get a big lead and they're going to force the Niners to have to throw I think the Niners are going to take a or I'm sorry the Chiefs are going to take a big lead in this game and they're going to eliminate the running game from the Niners. That's my view on it. I'm taking under okay, 137. So he, he
3: went from Chiefs to Niners to
1: Chiefs I was to joking Niners back to Chiefs. Thing. I was a joke about the
3: McGregor. You're not good at joking because
1: I'm pretty sure you've switched to your are picking like six times. No. Do, do, I said before this podcast even started, I'm taking the Chiefs. All right, time,
2: time out. Do you have any more non-football-related bets there? I do not, no. Nick, do you have any non-football-related bets?
3: The Gatorade color. It's the only one. Mm. All right, go ahead. I man. don't give a shit about that one, though.
1: But so I, that, I don't that's, have any that's my other take. Run. So I think that uh, the Chiefs are going to put themselves in a position where they are not going to allow the Niners to run like they've been. Um, so I'm going under 100. Well, the Gatorade thing though has
0: to be like like if you think There's the Chiefs are multiple, yeah, but if you think the Chiefs are going to win, they got to go red Gatorade, don't they?
1: Uh, you want to yeah. know what, you know you want to know what both teams used or last, orange? Do you want to know what both teams used last week or two weeks ago? Sorry, go if you got it. What I do, you? do. They both went lime green yellow.
2: Both went lime green yellow. They did. Why? Who said it has to be or orange? Who said that?
3: I don't know. I just I just said orange. It's an option. But why why or orange? Because Andy Reid's a ginger. Because he can never stop thinking about
0: the Flyers. Ooh. Well done. All right. uh, he snuck it in even here.
2: Uh, Nick, you you've you
3: been you've been on your phone seventy five percent of this podcast. You had been
2: doing <laughs> you been doing props. That is false.
3: You had been is doing false. And I have, I don't have any. I'm I'm done. That's You're all done? You have? I have. No. You so so one one? my favorite my favorite prop is Patrick Mahomes rushing over. I don't care if what's it's, the number. I, it, the the one I took was 35 and a half. I don't care if it's 45 and a half or 55 and a half. Wow. It, it's the Super Bowl. He's going to do whatever he can to win this game. I want to, you to feel like that's your weirdest quarterbacks, bet. Quarterbacks, no. Quarterbacks rushing okay. props are straight fucking cash. I want
2: you cash. I want you to go to your All attic. All playoffs. I want you to go to your attic. Get a yard sale before the game starts. Sell everything you can on top of your mortgage and put it on the over. That's free money. It's free money. It's free money. It's free money. It's free money. You need to find every dollar you can and put everything on that over. 35
3: I would, I would and half take the over rushing. It, It's rushing. Yeah. It, it's the easiest yep. bet you're ever going to make. And yep. it's my favorite. And I started with my favorite. And uh, you're welcome to all of our... Dozens and dozens of loyal listeners just just put all your money on
2: dozens Mahomes of people want to make over. dozens dirty, of money. Dirty Mike, did you have the what was the number again? 33 35 and a half. 35 and a half. If it was 45 and a half, think about it. Mm-mm. Don't stop what you're doing. Bet the over. Still, do, do you it. over or under dirty 35 and a half? 35 and a half. I'm over. He, he's rushing for 60. Easy, Jimmy. Your thoughts on 35 and a half rushing yards over or under Patrick Mahomes? Under,
1: under. Okay. I just don't want you to well, lose James, your mind. You're really fine, right. stupid. Go here's ahead. One of my, here's one of my weirder takes. Okay. Uh, so I saw this on there. Largest lead in the game at any point, minus 16 and a half. I'm going over. I think the Chiefs take a massive lead at one point in this game. Now, whether or not the Niners creep back, I don't know, but I would take the over on the 16 and a half. That's a great bet. Yeah. That's a f- tremendous. And it pays <laughs> a lot, too. It's plus heavy.
2: 16 and a half? Yeah, of course it has to. Be. Okay. What's the, what
1: are we talking about? Because people are going to hammer the under. Totally. Yeah. It was like plus 750, I want to say. Something weird. You know what I would do. <laughs> now, here's the funny thing. So I looked up why. I went back. So both teams have been up or down. Multiple times throughout the season, well, yeah, by the over Chiefs, that amount. The Chiefs start off slow because Andy Reid forgets that he's coaching a game. But that's there important. were a lot of games where they were up by that much. There were the Niners were a lot of games where they were up by that much or down by that much. What's what's the
2: uh, the payout on the over? Do you, do you have it? Or? Uh,
1: I I don't, but I know you, do. I, you
0: just you just put hearts next to your notes. They're, they're the ones that I love. Yeah, I got but it. Was, I thank you for explaining. Was- he really is right. is that how that works? He has heart emojis next to bets. I, 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 I
3: don't have an issue with that, but to trying to explain it to us. <laughs> Oh, what, the hearts?
1: I'll, t- I'll take a picture no, of dirty it so we can God share it dirty. with everybody. <laughs> no, um, I don't know what the exact plus was, but it was heavy plus. I know that. I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. It's good. If,
2: if the payout is enough, you can bet your sweet, sexy bodies out there, loyal listeners. I do like that one.
1: I'm taking the over. Can I throw another Shocking. weird one out that pays a heavy plus? Before Nick jumps into his next, do you one? do you have the what, uh, do you have I, the I payout out for the plus? I do. So give it to plus sixteen hundred. Whoa! This is a weird one. You guys are gonna. You guys might hate me on this. Matt Breida with the most rushing yards for I the Niners.
2: Love Matt Breida.
1: I don't have any issue with that at all. This could how be a many game yards? Where I think. How why I not yards? throw a little shekel he, on he that? He just has to lead the Niners in rushing. Plus 1,600. He's not. He's not. Throw a shekel on it because it's fun. It's fun. That is fun. He's stack. not doing I think they're going to stack up against Mostert. I think Coleman is banged up. I think it could be a breed type type of... Uh, Raheem oh.
2: Mostert is going to run to Maine. Mm-hmm. He's going to run so much, he's just not going to stop. And he's just going to run no more. Henry he couldn't. Maine. Why would Mostert? Because, people are overhyping the Mostert because game. Because Derrick Henry is fat and not talented. Yeah, but Green Bay's run defense is... He had a good couple of games. That's it. But That's Green Bay's
1: run defense is the worst in the league, so I think we're overhyping that performance two weeks no. ago. No. No, Raheem Mostert has always been talented. He's
2: just been overshadowed, and Eagles fans are gonna be like, "We had him, we had him. Why do we get rid of him?" It's like he was overlooked by a lot of plus sixteen
1: hundred. I'll throw a few through dimes on. Of it.
2: course, because it's plus sixteen hundred. You'd be stupid to not put your money on that. Yeah. You'd be an unintelligent human <laughs> being. I'm, I'm, I'm totally doing it. Absolutely. Nick, You got anything? Else? I would too.
1: But Raheem oh, Mostert. Oh, I got plenty. Throw him out.
3: I got plenty here. Uh, my my next favorite one, and this kind of came from us talking earlier. We were talking about if the Niners win who's going to be the MVP and like, you know, how are they going to win if they do it? And I was thinking like, you know, you know, Jimmy G, the times that he's had to throw the ball a lot and he's, and he's gone for a big, big uh, yardage total. Um, Saints, he threw for like 400 some yards or it was in the threes. Uh, Cardinals, he threw for like 400 yards and I looked it Shit up, and it wasn't, to, it wasn't to Kittle. Kittle didn't have the big yardage. It was Dude, his wide receivers. He, he spreads the ball around. D B Samuel's know. no joke. So, and, 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 you know, there's got to be a couple long balls in there. And I was looking at, you know, who uh, Manuel has Sanders. the longest. Manny Sanders. His over-under for longest reception is 17 and a half. Wow. I hammered that over. Manny did, Sanders, I don't care if he has he, one catch, two catches, three catches. One of them is gonna be over 17 and a half yards. You I'm over. just making you guys money. I'm making you guys money. Over 17 and a half. Easy money.
2: The Rocky Balboa
1: cheesesteak. Bang! In- investment hour. Bang. We're making the dozens of people dozens of money.
2: We, All right, we are. We, we, we're getting very close to the break. This has been a lot of good prop stuff here. We got we gotta make the the more generic picks. Um I think the game sits at the Chiefs as one point favorites, correct? Yep. Yes. All right.
1: Let uh, the minus one and a half right
2: now. Minus so. one and a half, and the over-under sits at 54 and a half. 54 and a half. Nick, we're going to start with you. What is your favorite pick? Don't do props. We've, we've covered that exhaustively. What is your pick for Super Bowl Sunday?
3: Yeah, I fucking said it. Yeah, I, I think I think I made it pretty clear with the uh the whole the whole edible gold glitter. Yes, I'm going with the Niners. Um the public's heavy on the Chiefs. There hasn't been much movement on the line. Um I just I I just really this Niners team, man, there's something to watch, man. They're just a different team, and they can beat you in a number of ways. And I, I'm just I'm feeling the Niners this weekend, so I'm going with the Niners. I I don't think I have a score in my head. Um it's going to go over so let's go uh Niners 34 uh Chiefs 30
2: bet every single dollar that you your parents and your grandparents have ever made in their entire lives and put it on the over and thank yourselves later you don't even have to thank me although it would be appreciated at RBCFH podcast the over is going to fly way over I was going to bet the chiefs and think that they were going to win at minus one and a half before Donovan McNabb spoke to the <laughs> team today. hundred percent real. I am now taking the San Francisco 49ers at plus one and a half. I'm going to bet them outright as well. I am going to bet some parlays and do some weird things. The 49ers are going to win. They're a weird fucking team and they're going to figure out a way to do it. Raheem Mostert is not a joke at running back. They're a more complete team. Sorry, Andy.
3: Donovan was a fucking mistake. Dirty, filth it up. Um, before Dirty goes, I, I do have, I do have uh, two more quick prop bets to make, to make all my friends out there a lot of money. Um, and loyal listeners, who are our friends. Well, if you're listening to us, you are my friend. Two-point conversion attempt. Plus 120. Bang. Two-point conversion
1: made, plus 205. Bang! Hit them both. You're welcome. Love yeah, it. that that those are great bets. All right, so to old dirty, so here's what I'm going to do. So I am going to get real weird on, on my choice here. So I am going to reverse tease the Chiefs to minus 6.5 and, and bet heavy on it. That's how confident I am in what Kansas City is going to do on Sunday. Yard sale um, heavy? yard still so heavy. So I'm going to reverse tees and I actually I also like the the over. So I am going to say 4124 Kansas City. Whoa, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> wow. Gelb. Oh, real quick, sorry oh. Jimmy. One uh, going back to one prop bet. Here's one that's real good for. Love props plus 7500. No. First touchdown no. of the game. It's going to be the weirdest thing you'll ever hear in your life, but it hits I'm going to be a hero. Born but, Blake Bell. Who? Who? Blake Bell. Who? <laughs> Explain real quick, real quick. So, Blake Bell is a, I'm sorry, he is a, uh, a tight end for the, um, for the Kansas City Chiefs. He does not play very often, but he has had these, ver- in trick plays, he has had strange touchdowns this past season with them. Um, I just feel like if Andy's going to do something weird out of the gate, it's going to be early and it could be Blake Bell. It's a lot of money and it's a what big was, plus. What was it? Plus what? Plus plus $7,500. 5. i will throw 10 bucks on
2: Eat, that. Fuck your it. heart out, Jimmy. Go, Blake Bell.
0: I think the Chiefs win this uh, weekend. I think Andy Reid gets his Super Bowl ring, solidifying him as we talked last week as one of the greatest NFL coaches of all time. Uh, my final score is 35-28 Chiefs. Oh, uh, my final score is 75 to 68.
2: All right, we got, I'm going to take a break. Thank you for losing the first half. We got a great new sponsor coming your way, and we take will the be right take the over first quarter. Take the over first half. Take or the over full game.
1: 75 to 60. <laughs> I hit my reverse
0: D. <laughs> this episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour is brought to you by the Philadelphia Phillies. Hey, going to be february in a few days and that means valentine's day is right around the corner looking for something to get that baseball lover in your life well you're in luck the philadelphia phillies are slashing prices on all tickets next season yes we're striking out prices but hitting home runs in your heart that's right we just can't justify charging full price for an inferior product the philadelphia phillies Cause we're getting 4th place and we don't give a fuck.
2: Welcome back! Now it's time for another edition
3: of... You know what pisses me right off? You know what pisses me right off? You know what pisses me right off? so you know what pissed me off this past week? I don't know who the fuck sent it in the in the in the group text. I don't know who the fuck it was, and whoever it was, fuck you, and you know who you are. Somebody, somebody sent a fucking picture of Cole Hamels in his goddamn Braves jersey. It was me. Fuck you, Matt. So when the when the Braves signed Cole Hamels, I was I was I was pissed off cuz I thought it was like a foregone conclusion that we were getting Cole back. And you know, in the in the heat of the moment, I was really fucking angry. But then, you know, I started talking to myself and I'm like, okay, Cole's you know, did we did we need him? Need him like no, like we'll get somebody else, maybe. But after seeing him in that fucking jersey, like it, it just brought me. It's just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to kill. I wanted to kill. And I'm not okay. Like I'm, I'm fucking pissed. Like, like he made so much sense for this team. You don't have to give up assets for him. One year deal, $18 million. $18 million is fucking nothing for the Philadelphia Phillies. Like, I, I swear to God I got over this. But as soon as I saw him in that jersey, I, I just wanted to fucking blow my brains out. And then I listened to, the you know, I read his goddamn interview. And I, I want to read something for you guys real quick. It, it's not that long, but it's kind of long. I'm going to fucking read it anyway. <laughs> God damn quote, it, you're getting
0: me pissed off.
3: Quote, quote, the, the, the beautiful Cole Hamels. When I was young, I was fortunate to have an organization that looked into, a, looked into what veteran leadership is. He's talking about the Phillies, guys. You Remember the Phillies? Not really. They surrounded me with some of the best pitchers I've ever been around with. Doc, Oswald, oh. Oh. Lee, Moyer. <laughs> Those are great guys to learn from, and I think it helped me elevate my game and become a better pitcher. Didn't mention Joe Blanton. (laughs) So that's something I know is where I'm at and I'm able to do. Hopefully, I can introduce some of the experience I have, what's gotten me to where I am today, and see if guys can learn from some of the advice I have. Along with being able to pitch with some of the most talented pitchers, It's going to be fun. We're going to work hand in hand. They're going to evaluate me because there's something about competition that's so great in this game. When you have that internal competition on a pitching staff, it's going to bring out the best in everybody, and that's how you win, end quote. Does that sound like something that would have fucking been perfect for this team? Not only... Perfect for this team. But it's cold fucking animals. A guy that won a World Series with us. A guy that we all adore. And we just let him go to our fucking rival in Atlanta. We just let him go. How do you not match one year 18 million? How do you not do that? And he would have been so good for our younger pitchers. Push him. Competition. Yes, I've said it before, and you guys are probably going to bring it up again. I didn't want to break the bank on a on a on a number two pitcher. Or I'm sorry, number three pitcher. We got Wheeler. I think we stole Wheeler. I think we stole Wheeler. But one year, eighteen million dollars for Hamels. That would have been incredible. He would have been a fucking perfect number three to slot behind Nolan Wheeler. And guess what? We let him walk to a fucking rival. We did. Eighteen million dollars. Fuck you, John Middleton. You stupid fuck. Two weeks in a row. Fuck you.
0: Fuck you. And that's been another edition of Nick. I gotta say, like this is a this is a young uh, segment here on the Rocky Balboa Cheesecake Fun Hour. But that was incredible.
1: I'm sweating. It's impossible to argue what he just said. It's great. It's impossible. We've it's had two true. we've had two World Series MVPs in the history of this hundred and thirty seven year old franchise and Cole Hamels was one of them. By not re-signing Cole or re well,
3: yeah, re-signing Cole by not signing Cole Hamels, it just fucking tells you that like John Middleton just doesn't get us. He doesn't get the pulse of this city. No. no. At all. Yeah, yeah. He, he signed Bryce Harper. He's but, not but he, fingering but he checked the it, pulse. But he checked, he checked Twitter polls. He didn't he, check enough
2: polls this time. He's certainly not fingering the pulse. He's not fingering the fans. He's not fingering Sing anything. Everything. No. Um, it goes back to our very first episode, which is deep in the archives that most of you will oh. never hear at all. Um, it, we talked about and on the very being first episode. Yeah. You probably shouldn't. Our first episode that brought us here saying we need to talk about this for many reasons, us just so fed up with the, the radio stations of Philadelphia, the voices of Philadelphia saying we, we want to be here, we need to be here, we want to do this, was the John Middleton press conference and being, no, this is fucking enough. And when he bloviated for an hour... And I personally was like, this is absurd. And Nick, as you just so beautifully uh, orchestrated orchestrated this, you know, pisses me right off segment like that. This is a perfect example of it. Of Cole Hamels for one year, 18 million. Get the fuck it, it's out a of no-brainer. here. It's a no brainer.
0: Matt, you're exactly right. I think we should. I think we should. Everybody loves a good origin story, right? The yeah. origin story of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak fun hour was literally after that press conference we were all like bitching and griping and like and 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 I and I had this equipment and we said we need to start our own podcast because this shit is getting out of hand. It is. It and, is. And what I said was, I'll do a podcast as long as we can call it the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak fun hour. And y'all said Yeah, let's fucking go. And because- then you also
3: said the only way I'm doing it is if Nick is in. And I was like, all right, I don't <laughs> recall that, but <laughs> I don't. I don't
2: recall that either. Because Actually, it happened, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because the you know what pisses me right off segment, which is this was your best one yet, has just started. It was the two best weeks out ago. of two. It was the best out of two. Fifty percent shot at it. Actually, I think this was your third. Is was this my just- third? Regardless, this was your I, I, best and most most coherent and, thanks, and most, most, most passionate because it's true. It's
3: very because true. Because
2: it's so <laughs> fucking it true. Hurt, it hurt my heart. People are so upset about Clintac. And listen, he's no fucking hero. He's no fucking soothsayer about saying this is what the fucking future of the Phillies need. But like, none of the three, Clintack, Middleton, and what's his name from fucking Baltimore, your guy, what's his name? Andy uh, McPhail. McPhail. And We're here's not- the, no, but funny
3: last name.
0: Also, Why? Why is he P- my guy? he's not
3: your guy. He's not
0: your guy went at all. I off
3: any. on him a few weeks.
2: You know, know. What
0: I want to talk, Matt? Talk about I it. I want to talk dollars and cents. Please talk about dollars Yo. and cents. Because, no, because mm. it, makes, it makes good business decisions. Uh, to sense. bring him back. Yes. To you know know bring him back. A lot of tickets being sold to see Cole Hamels in a Phillies uniform again and also it makes perfect sense from a baseball standpoint. It's literally the dumbest thing that. Uh, a one two three. I went. Of Nola <coughs> Wheeler and
2: Hamels from a baseball standpoint and a merchandise standpoint. Yes. Makes so much fucking sense. Right right left. Starter start like 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 like, thrower, thrower, thrower. Like, it all makes so much fucking sense.
1: Go H- dirty. How many of us out there went into this offseason not thinking that was going to happen? I thought it was an absolute locker to get it That's, that's what I was saying. Like, like, I had it locked in. I was like, it was, yeah. it was not even a question. Mm-hmm. When I saw he signed with the Braves, I was like, all right, well, they have bigger plans. I think. Right? I, I think was like, they have bigger plans. They, they have an idea. Nick, you're definitely next. Uh, No,
2: I think it's a very Philly thing that we always think the Philly guys coming back. I think the Eagles have made us feel that way because of 2017, we always bring people back. But we need to stop expecting that always the Philly guy is coming back. But the Phillies never. I know, do. but it
3: was like it was it, it was like written in the damn stars. That's the, the Phillies. No, Cole yes. Hamills is a free agent. Yes, yes. he even that's the said the Eagles
1: mentality. He, Go ahead.
3: I know, but Cole even but that's brought okay.
1: Up, he even brought up returning to the no, Philly. No, it's not. But the, okay. but the Phillies so don't is, do it. That's why it's Cole, okay. It's like it's it would have been. It made sense. They, the Phillies never do that. Tell me one time they've ever done it. Is Cole but an eighteen million okay. dollar
3: pitcher at this point in his career? No. But the extra millions that's going on to what he... Maybe, maybe he's, he's probably a $12 million... Does it I mean, fucking We're, talking, matter. It we're talking... I know, but th- that's getting to my point. It's Nick, like, he said it in his the quote. extra money that you're, that you're paying him, even if they went to $22 million, you know, it's just like... What he it's brings just like is invaluable. What he brings yes. is invaluable. He doesn't just bring pitching every five days. He brings... He brings him... He's a mentor. He can help the young kids. I mean... He's gonna fill the parks just because he's cold. I have, I have a jersey from two thousand and eight. I mean, it was not you know, it was. I bought it in like two thousand and four, and that bitch was. I was wearing it under my Pat Burrell jersey when we won the World Series. I was wearing my Cole Hamill jersey, and on top of that, I was wearing my Pat Burrell authentic. And we demolished. You're majestic. We demolished our house Nick, with champagne question, bottles, question tons you. and tons of champagne, and I, I'm covered in champagne. I went to I went to school the next day covered in just still soaking wet from champagne. That you can literally see like like the mold marks in my Cole Hamill shirt. I washed it like ten times. There's still little dots. And I still have that fucking shirt. Uh, Well, that's why I would have loved
2: to pull that shirt out and say, he's back, baby.
1: That's more of a reason why you should use a loofah, Dirty. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Here's why. So if there are six games over 500 in June on a Sunday afternoon and you see you don't have anything going on that day and you see Cole Hamels is pitching on a Sunday afternoon and you have nothing going on, you're saying, I'm going to go to this game, right? It's a it dirty, I love, I love that. Are you going to be more obliged to go to that game or a game where you go, oh, Nick Pavetta's pitching this afternoon? No, no, Let no, me no. go to that game. Not <laughs> just Nick
2: Pavetta. Let's let's bring a more comparable argument. Yeah, are you Pavetta. more inclined to go to Nick Pavetta? No, 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 Nick. Are you more inclined to go see Nick Pavetta or Jake Arrieta? Ugh. Because that's who the Young Bucks are getting trained by, by Bonespur Arietta that, nice, that was a pleasant
0: sentence, though. Thank you. Nick Pavetta or Jake
2: Arietta Because that's who the young guys are being trained by. I liked it. I liked it. So if your name
1: ends in Etta, you're just like pure you ass, too. I guess, is what it is. That's oh, it. At. Yeah, sure.
2: Uh, it's so it's so disconcerting. It just made too much sense, didn't it? Right? Clintac, the, the and I'm using this silly. word again for the second week in a row, the scapegoat is Clintac. And listen, I'm not a backer of Klintak, I just think he's the scapegoat of the front office when it needs to be Middleton. Everyone is just patting the back of Middleton, patting the ass of Middleton, because he brought Bryce. I fucking love Bryce Harper. If you don't like Bryce Harper, you're an idiot, but he sure, he brought Bryce in, but he's not building this team correctly. This front office is holding this team back collectively, and John Middleton is is the right person is the wrong person. Sorry. He's the wrong person. They are collectively the
1: wrong front office. Dirty Mike go. But don't you feel like the only reason he may have even brought Bryce in here was to kind of just so there's not as much pressure on him for these types of moves. It's like he went out and got the one for me anyway. it feels like he went out and just got the one guy so that he could sit back and just be like, well, I got Bryce Harper. There aren't going to be many people
3: like Bryce Harbor available in free agency ever again. I mean, Bri- look, at, look at all the guys that this are just is, signing is, with their own teams. This is going I mean, back to Bryce our is a very generational first talent.
2: episode. I don't mean to talk over you. No, this no, no. Is talk, going back to our very first episode, John Middleton openly admitted as the owner of our team, that he did it because of a popularity contest. And I'm glad he did. I want Bryce Harper over Manny Machado. He saw that the people wanted Bryce Harper. And we have Bryce Harper on the correct contract. This is a very friendly contract for Bryce Harper. I want Bryce Harper. Hey, guys. Don't
3: end it there. We do have Bryce Harper, don't we? But
1: don't end it there. But don't end it there.
2: And And it feels like they did. That's the the right mentality. We had Bryce Harper, and now we've stopped. And then they're going to say, we didn't stop. We got Didi Gregorius. We got Zach Wheeler. That's great. That's great for what seems like the third place team in your own fucking division.
1: Because yeah. they, they clearly have confidence in these in these younger guys. They feel like the Ethelins, the Pivettas are going to be somebodies. And this is the year where if they don't, and they don't make moves next year. I think it's already been too long. They've had two seasons.
2: Yeah, but so two, two seasons in, here, in the here's ML, but but I think, really not enough. Here's what I think, 13 years, check one off, Bryce has 12 more. And now I'm, now I'm like, 12 the, the years whole, down, 11 to go. The whole
0: Cole Hamels thing, we said it earlier, is compounded and hammered home by the fact that he went to a division rival. And Killed yes, it. yes, the Nationals won the World Series last year, but the Braves are the team that's really on the upswing.
2: Um, yes, with their young talent, their yeah.
3: super young talent.
0: Losing
1: JD did hurt.
3: Yeah. But they got they,
1: Azuna, though. They lost Richardson, or not Richardson, Um, Donaldson. That's what. J- that's who JD is. Oh, sorry. Yep. It hurt. That hurts. You're right. It hurts. Sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Cole, nickname Cole other Hamels
2: Cole Hamills also just like he looked really good. Like he just looked like really good. Like he just he hasn't aged a bit. He looked good in the jerseys Like it's just that new age of athlete.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, real quick. Hilarious that- Cole Hamels story that I always tell people. <laughs> Uh, is I remember I was listening. I was listening to Mike Massanelli uh, uh, during the um, Asinelli I was sick during the Eagles um, Super Bowl parade, like really sick, because like I would have been there, but I was like so sick that I couldn't get out of bed. Oh, so that's I wa- a shame. I, was so, Aww, so, I remember that. Fuck you guys. So anyway, I was listening Aww. to, and he he was supposed Mike Massanelli was broadcasting from a bar that day, and he was supposed to have Cole Hamels on, and like Cole Hamels thought that he could just walk through the Eagles parade and, like, make it to an interview in a bar. Hey, Mike, without- I want to try to get to your, your <laughs> no, but bar with, here. Yeah, but without being absolutely accosted. He's like, and, and Mike Misonali was like, yeah, we were supposed to have Cole Hamels on, but, like, he literally can't get here because, like... As someone at the parade, like, yeah, you're not getting anywhere. Yeah, everybody's, Cold? everybody's like, damn, Cole, chug a beard. Yeah, Cole, like, chug a beard. You're the Cole, 2008 World That's, Series MVP. You really like, thought you were just going to walk around during it's the did like, you parade? not
3: realize that you're a god yeah, you're a legend. City? Like, All right, all right I,
1: I, think, I think we need Cole to, Hamels. does Nick, does anyone, or does anyone have a last point? We do need to yeah, get kinda to that. just one last thing. So like, Jimmy said it earlier, it, it really hurts when you have a guy that you love that goes to a division rival. and it, it doesn't really happen that often. And the only other one that I can really think of that hurt sort of in the same respect was when Billy Wagner left us for the Mets. Like, What? Fuck Billy Wagner. Why? He was a great, great closer. Okay. For a year and a half, whatever.
2: Okay, on
3: to the but, next Can so we th- close it th- out on a positive point? Yeah. Nice, Cole nice. The point is, it's it not hurts your a little fault. extra when you got you lovely. It's our fucking management's fault. fault. It is our owner's fault. We love you. We would have loved to have you. Fuck you, John. That's Middleton. actually. We should
0: get back. We th- that that's positive? A, that's a, that's, a, that's a topic for another day. Is players that left because my, my first thought for is I, I hated when Deshaun Jackson left and went to the Reds. It hurts, man.
3: He didn't leave. Chip ran
0: him no, out. But no, we'll get to right, that another that, week. That was terrible to Let's say. Let's
2: talk about when, your when, team. Your, Your town. town. Your Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, stop. They lost tonight, but before tonight, they went on a 6-2 run. Everybody and, knew they were losing tonight. And they, and they got Joel Embiid back. And, exactly. And Ben Simmons, who uh, campaigned for it. Got a shoe in All Stars, so I guess we could celebrate that he was on Twitter campaigning himself. So that's nice. Congratulations!
1: Five and one without Embiid, one and one with him back. Interesting. We'll see how that plays out. Okay, dirty, go Man, ahead. Man, talk
3: about small sample size. Go, Jesus Christ! Go well, we got, uh,
1: speaking of sample size, we got a couple big games coming up. We want to we want to talk about those. No. That has nothing to do with small sample. Go ahead, dirty. Before Whatever.
2: that, before that, let's do it real quick. Against the Nets, against the Bulls, against the Knicks, it looks like you wrote the Chicks because your handwriting is that of a five-year-old with one arm.
1: They are are the Chicks.
2: The Nets again, (laughs) the Raptors, (laughs) the Lakers, yeah, that's terrible. The Lakers, the Warriors, and then a loss against the Hawks. Again, Six and two, like they went on a good run, a run they need to do. Dirty is what you always say. They need to go on these runs. They need yeah, to do it. Absolutely. They went six and two. These are runs they need to go on. And was it was it was without MB. This is what the Sixers need to do. The
3: Hawks are just one of those teams.
2: Without without the five, Super, five and one without MB. Hold on, without the Super Bowl going on, we are going to start paying more attention to Sixers. We were going to start with it, but it's obviously Super Bowl Sunday coming up. We're going to start paying attention to the Sixers. We need to. This is the run that they need to go on. They lost against the Hawks tonight. Trey Young just did what Trey Young does. He takes over games. We do have difficulty with that. But this is um, this is what they need to do. And the
0: spirit of Kobe Bryant just went up his dick hole and just inhabited that's his That's exactly
2: what happened. But now wow. we have wow. this going on. And the Sixers have this upcoming schedule that's really tough on the road. The Sixers road uh, record is terrible, and they have the upcoming schedule at Boston. Now that's a chance to sweep the series, right? Uh, they have five games, but they can go four and zero against the Celtics. Okay, and then at Boston or at Miami on Monday, and then at the Bucks on Thursday. How do you feel about that with Joel back? Which I think is a little early. I'm not a doctor.
1: He's he's wearing that big-ass thing on his hand. That ain't making me feel great.
2: So how do you feel about this upcoming schedule on the road? Dirty, go ahead.
1: (sighs) I'm asking the most negative human being alive. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, listen. They went on a great run without him. They played a lot of Bobo teams when they did. I mean, they beat the The Bobo
2: teams that you
1: care about? Oh, Of course. You have to. At this point in the season, you need to win those games. Agreed. But yeah, they, they did. They beat the Nets. They beat the Bulls. They beat the Knicks. They beat the Nets, and then they lost to Toronto. They beat the Lakers without Embiid, huge win at home. I didn't yeah, see, they I they
2: shellacked the shellacked. Lakers,
1: seventeen point win, it was unbelievable. But you got Embiid back. They were uh, that Warriors game was was wild because they were they were losing a good portion of it, and then they smoked them at the end. And then tonight just got decimated by the Hawks. Wasn't even close, honestly. Um, Did you
0: just say they're going on the road? We are. Well, well three, then three until straight. until they prove they can win on the road, it, that's not good. I agree, Jimmy. So. Celtics on the road,
1: Heat on the road, Bucks on the road. Ooh, boy. Negadelphia coming out of me. Feels feels 0-3. The, the win needs to be they go
2: 2-2, two two, which they're they're 0-1 right now. Losing to the Hawks tonight. The win for me is you have to go two-and-two. Two. I don't I don't care who it's against. I don't care if it's Beat the Celtics, beat the Heat, lose the Bucks. I don't care if it's lose zero and two with the Hawks and the Celtics, and go win and win against the Heat and the Bucks. I, I I don't care how it is. Go two and two. You which have which one do you that. think they win? I, I I don't know. I don't care. Which two? Figure out two and, two, and two. two. Nick, do you have any opinion on this? You got anything?
1: Nick always needs his minute before he answers anything. Just yeah, give him a couple minutes.
3: Uh, well, you know, I'm just like plenty free air. Plenty of freeze. The Sixers free did it. The I, Sixers, I just like it, it tonight. What I watched tonight is so fresh. And they beat a lot of terrible teams without Horford and Richardson. We're also missing Richardson again. Like it has to be stated. No, but you got your stars. Yeah, and Trey, and Trey Young just what, just obliterated the Sixers tonight. Now, now for it's what really it's worth. It's really frustrating because like Ben is supposed to be this. The best defensive player in the fucking league.
1: No, and for, for what it's worth, Nick, they have lost four out of the last five games to the Hawks.
3: I said that. I said the Hawks are like the new Achilles heel. Like it year. is. Bro. It's what like you, you it, know, right? you know, like a couple years ago, it was like the Nets that always beat us. Mm-hmm. Like um, the Magic are their Achilles heel. Another yeah, one. Weird. Another Bo- one. Bobo teams seem to be their
1: Achilles heel for whatever
3: reason. If, yeah, I mean. <laughs> It, the, it was the Hawks. It was also the Hawks when Horford was on the Hawks. If you remember, oh, sure. before the Celtics. I mean, we couldn't sure. beat the Hawks when Horford was there. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's probably another reason we signed Horford. But it, it, I, they. Signed- I'm struggling. I'm struggling to get like super optimistic about this team when I see shit like tonight. Like, yes, they beat the Bulls. They beat the Nets. They beat the Knicks. Like, were
2: fantastic. You, were you super optimistic about the Sixers when they smashed the Lakers the other night? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a night-to-night thing with you. So me, I'm looking. It to- I, wasn't, I wasn't. I uh, wasn't. You weren't. This the Lakers. I think no, aren't they this the second team, this best team, this, uh, record yeah. in the NBA? Yeah. So does it become no, but, a uh, night-to-night but I, thing
0: with you? No, but but I didn't. But I didn't go. Okay, um, because th- this, this team has one game. That because this, that's what this team has been all season. One game they'll smash the Lakers. The next game they will lose to the Hawks. Okay, so I rather They've been hear doing that, that all year. Jimmy I, think,
2: Jimmy, I think that's a I think it's a much better argument than what I hear from Dirty and Nick. i well, hold on. I I'm going to bring do. an argument into this. And Nick, I said what Jimmy and said.
1: Nick said it a few weeks ago, and and it, and it may or may not hold water. But Ben and Joe, like, do they play well together? How can those two guys together not beat that Hawks team? How how is that not a lock in every sense of the word? Why can you not with that all star powerhouse duo not beat the twelve and thirty six Atlanta Hawks? It's a, give me a reason. It's a great
2: question. I don't have an answer for you, but there are. Number one teams, not number one teams, but like top tier teams that do lose to these other teams. That's a, that's a terrible argument. It makes me sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. But these lower level teams do beat top tier teams. The Sixers do need to figure this out. The biggest thing against the Sixers is that the all the the starting five just hasn't played together. Nineteen and, games. Yeah, nineteen games. And last year, same way. Exactly that. That's the that's the most. Uh, Crippling thing about this team is that they don't ever play together. And, and you know what's comforting
0: f- about Philadelphia sports—the injuries, you know, across all teams, all, all franchises. The time. It's 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 really kind of nice, ain't it? It is. It is the it is the glue that binds all Philadelphia the franchises Very together. Refreshing. Seriously, it's it's maddening, is what it is. I'm being obviously, I'm joking, of course. It's, it's, but I just I, every franchise in this fucking city. Seems to have the and like I maybe maybe I'm being homer and this happens to every other city, but it feels like what we've been watching probably over the past I guess three years is just, it's just injury, injury, injury-ridden, injury ridden, injury ridden teams. The Phillies last season, the mm-hmm. Sixers, the, the, the Eagles, Eagles, of were, course. Were, yeah, like wow, I mean, it's just here. Here's the thing that gets me
2: Ben Simmons went off when Embiid went down. First off, if he didn't go off, then there's a major concern. Then people say Simmons is not going off when Embiid comes in. Well, of course. The fact that the two don't go in the same direction when they're both on the court... That's kind of a really unintelligent thing to say because if Embiid and Simmons are both going for thirty points in the same game, then someone's going to teeter off. You can't both have the same game on the court at the same time. But this is because someone is going to drop off you can't have embiid. Matt, and well, Simmons. I'm gonna cut and you I'm gonna cut and you, and you off Horford.
1: here's what you this is wild. So looking at the stats of tonight's game you talking embiid, about the bench? Embiid twenty one fourteen. Simmons thirty one six and five. Shake about the bench. Milton had twenty seven points tonight. Shake fucking Milton had 27 points. Toby had 21. And you still lost to the Hawks. So, what is. And and you're a top defensive team in the league. How? Like, what happened? The bench is dirty.
2: You don't have Horford. Let me me run down the
3: bench real quick.
1: But you got 27 out of Shake Milton. Yeah, but he started. He played 35
3: minutes. 27 points is a lot. Yeah, he had a good game. But the the issue is. The issue is is an all star. That's one dude. Go ahead. The issue is the bench. Yes. My boy Nito. Yep. You can call him Neto if you is, want, man. but it, it I'm is. gonna keep calling him Nito. He is Nito. Nito, oh for six, zero points. Quirkmas, and I'm sorry, Nito, that was 20 minutes. It's a lot of minutes. Quirkmas, 21 minutes, 0 for 7, 0 points. Zaire Smith, nine minutes, one point. Uh then that was from a foul throw, obviously. Obviously. Terrible. A free bench throw. Play. Terrible. Ennis, six minutes, two Korkmaz, points. Donut. That's our bench. Three points from four players. That's Matisse had three points. I mean, that you're not going to win when you have the worst bench in the fucking league. The trade it's
2: deadline not, is February 6th. Oh, Bring it fucking it is. It's not a good bench. It's, not it's the worst bench. bench in the no, league, man. It's yes, it
3: is. Worse. Mike Scott has been ass all year. Ennis has been ass all year. Yep. Name one player that is on that bench that's
2: worth a fucking damn. I understand we're at this point in the episode, we're getting to there, and you want to fabricate to get to your point. I I'm completely not fabricating. It's, not a course, it's just
3: rude. bad all
2: year. It's a bad bench. No, Matt. I'm not saying it's a good bench. No, we're it's not fabricating not anything. Work. Okay, so yeah, it's the worst bench. It's the worst bench in the league. That's it. The Philadelphia Sexers have the worst bench in the league. That's sexers. it.
3: He said the Sexers. The Sexers, the Philadelphia Sexers. At least you didn't say up. at least you didn't say the uh JK.
2: Okay, great. Good good job again. Just just halting us in our fucking path. Yeah, the Philadelphia 76ers have the worst Look, bench you, in the th- league. To
0: wrap up the uh, like Yeah, I'm gonna wrap up the Sixers segment. Um, like I said it earlier But like the, the main thing though If you can point to one thing Is like They need to prove That they can win a little bit On the road That's the main point. point 9-16 We're 16. not
2: It's not that the Sixers Have the worst bench They don't have a good bench You guys are taking it out Of the An actual discussion They don't have a good bench They need to better their bench It's not a worse bench Than Cleveland Than New York Than Charlotte They need to deepen their bench They need to be better on the road That's the most important thing They know how to win at home They're one of if not Those the teams best you team. Hold on they're, they're one of If not the best teams are at home they need to be better on the road that's it that is what it is they need to deepen their team they need to do something at the trade deadline you guys are getting a little out of control We're not though because We're the not teams really. that you
1: just mentioned don't even have good starting players let right. alone bench players we have a great starting duo give them some backup give them some guys that can come in and relieve they minutes
2: haven't even started together the starting five and i think it's not even starting five horford and Embiid shouldn't even be playing at the same time. It should be an Embiid lineup and a Horford lineup.
1: That kind of proves my point. So, what does it matter if, if, if Horford's gone? What does it matter? Horford is a valuable asset to this team. All and right, Horford so
2: and Embiid and, and shouldn't be here. I, I think, think we but can all agree
3: that, that this bench needs to be improved. Yeah. And we'll we'll talk about that on Tuesday because the the, the trade deadline's coming up. We're let's gonna just,
0: talk about that on Tuesday. We're gonna talk about what we think we need because we need a lot. Let's talk about away records in the East. The Milwaukee Bucks, Please. nineteen and four. Oh my
3: well, god. The, the Bucks the, have four losses total.
0: The Toronto Raptors, seventeen and seven, the Boston Celtics thirteen and ten. We're still winning records. Yeah. Uh, Miami Heat eleven and twelve. They're base they're, they're 500. the five hundred. The uh, Indiana Pacers are thirteen and twelve. They have a rec- a winning record. And the, the six, Philadelphia 76ers nine are nine and, and 16. sixteen. Yep, it's embarrassing.
2: And then Orlando's eight and sixteen. Brooklyn, I don't know what that 14. says. We go to that next tier yes, of this fucking we, the, terrible. The,
0: the Sixers, the Sixers are in the the. The, the, the after the, pay, the Pacers in 5th place in the East so it drops now, into this lower level of a white team so okay, what so so is that now, is it coaching oh, or is too it too many okay, biscuits okay, from Popeyes
2: okay, okay so now the next part of that conversation Whenever they travel so now the next part of the conversation is at home Milwaukee Bucks are 22-2 and two, and the Sixers are 22-2 and two. and then there's a next level of 17-7 for Toronto and Boston is 19-5 Miami's 21-3 Indiana Eighteen and five, and then there's another drop off. So there is a disconnect somewhere. Coaching. So is that coaching? Sure. So we can get to that conversation. We do need to wrap this up. So there's a I disconnect. I don't know why somewhere. you're not
3: frustrated with this bench. I, I Of
2: course I'm frustrated. You it guys doesn't are, sound like it. No, of course I'm frustrated. You guys are saying it's the worst bench in the league. I, yeah, I think it fucking it, is. It's one
1: of them. For, for a contending team, it is. Yes. Let's All put right, it
2: that we way. We need to wrap this up. We need to wrap this up. I think you're focusing your energy. I think it's the
3: worst. Period.
2: Okay.
1: All right. For a contending team that won well, the personal league.
2: With that, with that, great discussion. I think your energy is focused in the wrong place. Let's goop. We need to wrap this up. Nick. I don't even know if hockey exists anymore in our great it, country. It, it did does they cancel it. the season? Well, like, we're we on need, the
1: all-star break. Did they cancel the season? Are we at the barn? Are we out of the barn? We're, we we <laughs>
2: need to talk about your team, your town, your Philadelphia Flyers, your favorite segment of all, the Philadelphia Power Play, and that segment starts
3: now! So, so there isn't much to say here. Uh, since, since the last show, uh, the Flyers are undefeated. <laughs> they, they have not lost in a week. I see what you did there. Uh, so uh, it was it was the All Star break. Uh, they do the skills competition on Saturday, and they do the they do the. the, 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 the I guess they do some kind of game on sunday. i't I i do not watch I haven't watched a second of it since I was a child. I mean, it used to be cool to watch the watch uh, you know, who had the hardest slap shot, and you know who uh, who was who was fast at skating. I mean, that was cool and everything. but like now it's like I, I've waited eight days for a fucking hockey game. and 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 there were games going on on fucking Tuesday and Wednesday and tonight. And the Flyers aren't playing until tomorrow. Guess who we're playing tomorrow? We're playing the Penguins again, and I'm fucking fired up. We're gonna kick the shit out of those fucking frauds again. Fire. Yeah. Oh, I am fired up. But yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about. TK went to the All-Star game, well deserved. Claude Giroux should have been there as well, but uh, probably not. You know. Well, you know, he's he's one of the best players in the
1: past decade. Next, go I mean, to see those Penguins at the barn uh, coming up pretty soon, aren't you, bud?
3: Yes I am Shout out to Shout out to Dirty's boy Dirty's your boy Dirty yeah, uh, we'll give, give, we'll, give him we'll, a nice we'll, shout out we'll, we'll,
1: we'll give one shout out To O'Brien Merkel He uh, passed along Ice uh, Ice seats To Nick What March. a guy Yeah so I'm going to see the uh, Flyers
3: uh, pens In uh You know In a few weeks uh, it's even. A, I think it's a Saturday game. I mean, like, what a guy! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go go down to the barn get a little get a little toasted with the uh, with the old ball and chain, and we're gonna watch the Flyers kick the shit out of the Penguins again because the Penguins are frauds. And uh, you know, it, it's been nine days, eight days. Tomorrow's nine days. Tomorrow night, Flyers Penguins, get ready. Carter Hart's still dead somewhere, but uh, you know. I'm ready to kick some ass. Okay, this has got to be over.
2: And that wraps up
3: your Philadelphia Power Play. Ladies and gentlemen, thank
2: you for listening to the 15th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheese Steak Fun Hour. It is Super Bowl week. Congrats Enjoy to TK. Prop bets. Super Bowl
1: Prop bets.
3: Congrats to Bell, on your all-star appearance. Nobody, all right. Enjoy love you. party. Thank you for listening. Uh, you listeners. We appreciate our friends. We appreciate for, uh, our making
2: you all of us. We money are on going to wrap bets. this up. Please follow us at RBCFH Podcast. Kirst, next on Tuesday night, Blake. we are going to wrap this up. Thank you and good night. Oh, oh, what, right, oh.
4: what else is in the teachers' features that sticks on the features. What, right, on? Oh. Fox the Fane away. Fox the Fane away.